Now, now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. Oh, it's just a stupid thing. Well, I'm sure it's stupid. <laughs> not about me, is it? No, not at all. Oh, me. All right. You need to keep it to yourself. You haters. You haters. You haters. Welcome to the new One Mo Thing. This episode, I want to talk about the Jekyll and Hyde inside the Boston Celtics offense. When they get ball movement, when they get player movement, they get good offense. But sometimes they just end up being too stagnant. Let's take a look at the clips. I know everyone on Twitter, at least, was talking about the three-point drought uh, for you. and But I feel like you got the win, and that was so important. For you, um, does it bother you? I guess about the shooting tonight and how can you get better going into game six? Uh, I mean, of course it bothers me as a shooter. You want to impact the game that way, but uh, thankfully that's not the only thing that you do out there um, on the court. I remember the first game of the year against the Lakers, I had a very similar like shooting night, but impact the game other ways. And I remember I said, like, I played horrible, but I had to read, kind of define what that looked like in terms of just trying to make the right play, keep things simple. And the fact that, you know, everybody stepped up, Wiggs, JP, you know, Clay hit some big shots. Draymond found his, his, his life and his spirit and the way he impacts the game. Uh, we could withstand going 9 for 40 as a team and me 0 for 9 and still come away with the win. So obviously, uh, track record says, you know, shoot the ball better next game. And uh, looking forward to uh, that bounce back. Let's bring DA into the conversation here. Welcome to Who Comma is Jason on the Athletic Podcast Network. Turned it on and I heard Shaq with the barbs like the bullshit and braggadocio, I was transported right back into it. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I think I rap better than Shaq. David, David Aldridge. Oh, he's totally playing him. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then he yes. had their lungs out in front of everybody on TV. Michael was not your friend. It was popping in And Marcus Thompson. I just can't get with this idea of taking one hour of content yeah. and finding the morsel that might pop and blowing at him. Who's the Jason? Who's the Jason? Welcome to Hoop 5, 4, we have ignition. And it is another edition of the Hoops Jason. Hey, man, we're freaking out. The comic is. David Aldridge here. What's up, sir? How are you on this wonderful day? It is another Hoops Jason episode of the Athletic NBA Show. David Aldridge in D.C. Oh, I sound now. I sound okay? Did you ask Pop that question? Let's do it. Welcome to the Athletic NBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. And it is another finals edition of Hoops and Jason on the Athletic NBA Show. David Aldridge on the way to Boston. In the Bay, also on the way to Boston, Marcus Thompson. And our guest this week, my man, our man, we love this guy. He writes for Bleacher Report, podcast for us, worked for the Clippers, the Spurs. Everybody knows Mo Dackel. Mo, thank you for joining us, man. 
thank you for having me. This is I was very excited to see the text message of like, oh, I get to come on with these guys. I love it. I listen every week. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> Man, oh man! Well, we happy to have you. What you mean? Exactly. Like you're going to make, you're going to raise the intelligence quotient on this show. A few points. Don't we raise like the that. bar. Don't raise the bar. Let's keep it low. Keep Let's it keep down. it low. Keep it. <laughs> make it so it's easier for me to hop over it. <laughs> so, man, look, we're we're as we tape this, it's it's uh, after game five, a an odd game, but a Warriors win. And I wondered, like. As I watched the game, I was thinking, God, Boston is really blowing this opportunity, right? Well, you know, Steph's terrible today. He's not making any shots. But then I thought about, was it worse for them to kind of blow, not blow, to lose game four? That was an extremely winnable game at home. Rather, you know, because even if they lost this last night, they would have been 3-2 going home, you know. And I just, I just thought, kept thinking about which one was the was the worst loss for Boston, four or five. And I throw it open to the floor because I, you know, I think four because they were at home. But what, what would you say? I, I got to go five just because Curry going zero for nine from three. And listen, he shot well inside the inside the three point line. Like still had a pretty decent night. Like I think we get caught with the zero for nine. But this was the game you needed to get. When it was Curry- actually pretty good outside of his three point shooting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Like you right. look at it going right. like, oh, he wasn't that bad, but. You need to take advantage of that because, like, what are the odds Curry's going to go over over nine or uh, again? Well, for anything, it, from th- for like, anything, one three. Some yeah, of them were right. like pretty good looks where I was like, okay, you got like I would be this to me. This is the game you have to get. Like game four, Curry going nuclear kind of deal. Like I'm with you on like that's a tough loss, but this is the one you look at going like we got what we wanted defensively. We stopped Curry to a degree. And we still can't win this game. Marcus, have you I, ever I, seen him? He was off, off. He wasn't close on some of oh those yeah. misses last night. We've seen we've seen this a few times. He he's, okay. he's, he's, he has these games and he's never missed all of his threes, but he's got some ones in there, right? He's got some ones. Right. He's got a few of those. I think the difference in the game though was, I mean, I do think maybe he took he took nine, like four of them were forced, right? Mm-hmm. Where him yeah. saying, I got to get going. I got to make one. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, but outside of that, he played such a smart game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I do think that, like, normally, and this is the this is the maturation of Steph, normally him missing threes like that ruins everything, right? Yeah. He starts right. pressing. He, but you can see him in the fourth quarter. He's drawing a double, making good passes, picking the spots. I mean, he turned into, like, a floor general. Uh, the part that here's the part that I understand. And again, we need your intelligence quotient on this. (laughs) I keep hearing a lot about Boston blowing it, but what I'm watching is a very choreographed dismantling. (laughs) They, they have three primary ball handlers. Two of them cannot go left. (laughs) (laughs) And the, the main one, the point guard, is a bit of a head case. How is this not like a predictable prodding of a, of a glaring weakness that Boston has? To me, it feels like the Warriors have figured out these dudes don't handle pressure well. Mm-hmm. They aren't that good going left if you force <laughs> them left. And it's a it's a game plan that somehow the Warriors are able, they have the pieces to put together. But we've got three games of it. To me, it looks like if Boston is not making a bunch of threes, they don't really have 
another option. Why? Why is that this is not, their, no? That's their that's their knockout. Is they just rain threes on you? That is absolutely true. And look, when they get going. Yeah, <laughs> they, they did in this game. They hit yeah, like right. they straight. Hit yeah. It's like unbelievable. It, like, was, yeah. it was comedy. They went like what zero for fourteen to start, and then hit like made like straight. nine straight yeah, or something. Like, yeah. It's like they all become like Clay Thompson in his own. Like everybody right. at the same time. It's not like one guy. It's all of them. It's right. like they everybody start, makes it. It's yes. crazy. And, they, but, and, it's, and the looks and it's pure. It's like as soon as you shoot it, yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> you know? I would that's just start bucket. yelling in my in, in my place. I'm watching, just going cash. Cash. Yeah, it's just it's funny because it's it's how they get the threes like for me that's that's my thing when it's a lot of one-on-one stuff like yeah tatum's gonna make some off the dribble sidestep stuff same jalen brown's gonna hit some if it's marcus smart taking one off the dribble no you're i might as well shoot it you're gonna get the same result like it's it's just not stuff you want but when it's off of drives and dribble penetration and things like that that's the difference and that's what for me boston has two offenses and you know i'm gonna plug my stuff i did a one mo thing you know uh jekyll and hyde of the boston celtics offense the jekyll being when they get dribble penetration movement things like that they get good looks when it's one-on-one and everything slows down they end up struggling because now they're not generating shots other guys aren't involved and that's what you saw in the third quarter it was jekyll quarters you know in the fourth quarter, it was Hyde all the way. They kept going at Curry and hunting him, and he did a good job kind of holding up, but the ball stopped moving. And that's that that opened everything. You know, that allowed the, the Warriors to come back in. But I think you can do that to them, though, right? Like, yeah. the way the counter to them is to not overreact on the drives. Yeah. You well, make them yeah. finish. You it's, make them it, finish all game. For four games, they started to not do it as much in game five. I've never seen a team go for shot fakes like the Warriors. I mean, it's like, <laughs> boing, you know, like they go for every shot fake. It's crazy. Like they've gone, I mean, completely get out of position. Um, and then they stayed down on the ground last night, I thought. And that, I think, helped lead to, as you said, most some really bad possessions in the half court for Boston. And And like you said, when the ball doesn't move, they turn it over. Oh, they God. start kicking the ball all over the place, <laughs> you know. So if you can keep the ball from going strong to weak and and you know changing the sides, then yeah, they have a problem executing. And I think that comes back to other than I mean Brown's pretty good with it. But I shouldn't say that Jalen's been been very good getting to the rim, but for the most part, like you know, you're not going to really live with too many of those other guys. Getting to the cup, two dribbles, explosion. You know, it's bang, boom, boom, boom. The ball's just bouncing all over the place. I think more than anything, Mo, they need a point guard. They oh. need somebody <laughs> to say, yo, I have the ball. This sounds like something Mo may have said a dozen times. I know, right? I have the ball. Everything is fine. And I'm not saying get rid of Marcus Smart. You don't need that. But who, those Derek White minutes – needs to go to a guy who says, I have the ball. Everything is fine. We're going to get into our sets. We're going to run our offense. Calm down. We're not going to run into people and fall, like, looking for it. We're just going to play basketball, fellas. I know most fan that. That's why. They need need a Ricky Rubio type. Oh, no. That's good call. call. Yeah, yeah. They need a connector. They need a dude that literally just moves the ball. And doesn't doesn't think and white does that from time to time and things like that, but not consistently enough. Like, you know, I've gotten trouble with 
Celtics fans. I've gotten, I have a, one of my best friends, a diehard Celtics guy. He yells at me all the mm. time when I say these things. It's They needed that type of guy. And as great as Smart has been, and he's improved on that level this year, you still get moments where Marcus Smart is not smart, I guess is the, the the best way to put it. And it's, those are the things. And you need that guy, that calming influence to it's everything you said, Marcus, like, Hey, Hey, let's, let's, let's settle down right. here, guys. Horford tried to do that. I think he tries. It's gotta be somebody he, with the ball in their hand. That's it's the hardest yeah, no, thing. Somebody fair. with the, you see Steph, man, he didn't shoot the ball, eight assists, one turnover. Like, right, hey, right, we right, got right. this. We're going to run this pick. Wiggins, get ready. Like, <laughs> like you just have to have that I mean, you to can... win a championship. I think that's clear. Not to be great, but to get over the hump of the championship, that type of stuff matters. And it's just not not just Curry. Even, you know, like Draymond to a degree does that. Oh, yeah. You know, you yeah, have yeah. a lot of guys that can kind of be – it doesn't necessarily – yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be a point guard, like, right, a 6'3 guard. Or whatever, but a anybody, right, yeah. That's, yeah. Whoever's yeah. going to have the ball majority of possessions because you're not going to get that from Tatum and Brown. And you don't expect that from them. Their job's to score mainly yeah. and play make second smarts right. the guy that's got to do it white when he comes in has he's got to be looking for more playmaking opportunities and it's hard and by the way those guys are hard to come by you know it's yeah. not i i once did a just in my head number of guys who i would consider connectors like guys who just ball movement and first and things like that and there's like five of them and they're all very expensive you know it's it's, yeah. it's rubio got hurt that killed everybody but you know you're looking at lonzo ball in chicago he's making a large contract obviously chris paul is probably the very best but he's also a thousand years old at this point um and we we saw how it went this year in the playoffs there's not a lot of them and it's hard to find them so you got to kind of develop that a little bit and it's hard to even just develop that skill yeah i don't want to overreact to a loss because that's what happens in the playoffs and in the finals especially because all boston has to do is they just got to win a game at home. That's all they got to do. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, they got to win one game at home and then they're playing one game for the championship, you know? So um, I don't want to overreact, but what, what, what does Boston have to do to win game six? Besides the obvious, don't turn the ball over 18 times. We understand that. I, I think one, they got to get the ball moving on offense. It's like we just said, you know, and, and, yeah. and what, what sucks DA about this, especially when you try to be, when I try to analyze these things is it is just kind of the most obvious stuff. It's that's yeah. the problem. It's like they're, they're, they're actually simple fixes. It's not just don't turn the ball over. Stop having live ball turnovers, right? You yeah. can't have those, those in particular, I'd rather you punt it out of bounds than, right, than, right, than, than right, hand right. it to Steph Curry and let him go for a run right. on those things. And I think that, cause that stuff triggers the warriors. I mean, Marcus, you've seen it more than anybody else. They get going and they start running. It's like, honestly, they're it's, running with their hair on fire they're going completely nuts and i think you have you have to settle down in that instance from that point i think defensively they got to kind of figure out what they want to do marcus and i were talking a little bit before this you know game four hey we're gonna let curry get his stuff and hold everybody else down game five we're gonna stop curry but then everybody else started to go off wiggins had an unbelievable night clay going five of eleven from three and getting a lot of open looks like you got to start figuring out how you want to defend this. And at this point in the series, like it, you can't keep switching. Like, and I right, mean, your, right. your philosophy, not, not switching the yeah, picks, yeah. but your philosophy, right, right, right. like that's the problem. What's the, what is, what would make the most sense? Game four defense or game five defense? 
I'm going to go game four defense and I'm nervous because none of this is ever makes me comfortable, but right. I don't want to bet on, I wouldn't feel comfortable if I got a bet on Wiggins again. He's been great, right. but like, is he going to have another monster night like this? I mean, he also went 0 for 6 from 3. Clay, regularly inconsistent, you know, is, yeah. is, is throughout all of this stuff, coming back from the, the knee injuries and stuff. I That's the stuff there. So I think I would just focus on like, let's just not let the other guys kill us, you know? And, and right. they, hey, they almost won that game with Curry going off for 43 okay, but points. You, but but don't play drop coverage on Curry. Please, for the love of God, no. Like I, I'm I'm about to break a TV. Like you can, like I'm gonna throw something here pretty soon. It frustrates wow. the hell out of me. Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son, Evan, continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless, modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Well, feeling the, the message to the guys is to be confident going home, get your rest, and then let's get ready for to bring it back here. And so... For us, it's really about consistency, and and that's the thing we're not we're having we're not having throughout a full game. It's a consistent effort, sustained effort, more so offensively than anything. And so that's the part where we got to have uh, carryover from quarter to not only game to game, but even quarter to quarter, like we saw in the third, and it doesn't doesn't happen in the fourth. So um, obviously, we're all frustrated with tonight a little bit, but even prior you know, quarters and games, and so. Our message is to take it one at a time. We've been here before and did it against Milwaukee. Let's bring it back out to the Bay. Yeah. Here's the, here's the problem with the philosophy, and I think Ime was kind of right initially. Even in the game where they said, let's take Steph Curry away, he got 22 shots up. <laughs> and we yeah. all know right, right. he could make four out of nine the next time, right? From right, right. right, right. Yeah. You, the way he plays basketball... You can't really take them away. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's kind of a. You're probably better off saying, "All right, we know what we got with Steph. We can't have Wiggins getting 26. We can't have Poole and Gary Payton getting 29 off the bench, right? right. I mean, even Draymond, like all of a sudden, had new lanes and new openings, right? Where before he was frustrated to no end because he couldn't do anything, right? Yeah. To me. Yeah. Even though it's, it's it's so difficult to watch and Curry going off is just a different animal. It does something to your psyche. Like, it makes you <laughs> right. overreact defensively. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. man, like, they're a machine. This is why, like, when Pat Beverly was like, I'm picking the word, they're not as good defensively 
with all the movements and the actions and the back. Like, Boston has a, a vulnerability in that area, right? You saw mm-hmm. Robert Williams got out high. Draymond blew by him. We haven't seen Draymond get that at all. Right, right. It, it, but if they could almost play straight up, like, yo, make these dudes beat us off mm-hmm. the dribble one-on-one, like, it just felt like a more feasible plan because you're just not keeping Steph Curry for getting shots up. The, just, the court's right. too big. The, the <laughs> philosophy of we're going to take a player completely out is extremely flawed in the sense of you can't take any of these best dudes out, right? Yeah, like they're yeah, all going to yeah. find – they're the top players in the NBA for a reason, and yeah. that, that's what makes it hard. They will find their opportunities in all of that those those things. So I'm with you with Marcus. I just think you got to try to – you can't get beat by the other dudes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so I did this during the game, and uh, this is why I hate Twitter so much. <laughs> As a joke, I said, well, if the Warriors win the series, and Andrew Wiggins has been the best two-way guy in the series, <laughs> doesn't he get MVP? <laughs> <laughs> And you would have thought, oh, you knew exactly what you were doing. You were kicking the hornet's nest. You were kicking the hornet's nest. Kick the nest and be like, I hate this. I hate bees. He's the dude. He's the he's the kid at the park, right? Throwing rocks at the nest, and then when the family yeah. comes, he leaves. And then after something, see, this is why I don't like bees. I literally said, I know you're going to hit me in the head with a mallet. I literally said that in the tweet. But I'm just saying. And he's been the one guy that has slowed, made Tatum very inefficient and the best rebounder, and he's getting buckets. So I'll say, uh, no, I mean, he, he's getting buckets, and a lot. He, Curry should get a percentage off of those no buckets. Question, no and question, I think that's no a lot of it. Like, right. I think those yeah. are the, you know, Mark is saying, like, all the driving lanes opened and opportunities right. are there. Now, Wiggins is playing unbelievable. The rebounding has been crazy the last two games you know uh 29 rebounds total over two games like that's an impressive mm-hmm. feat for for a, oh, a wing player we'd be happy if a big man did that like this is right. one of those things so you know there's there's a small case to be made but to me it's still gotta be <laughs> still gotta be curry i mean assuming everything go, like let's just say now if wiggins goes for like 45 in boston right that case gets a lot bigger, <laughs> you know, but I still think it's going to, I think Curry so far has been the reason why. No, the gravity, I get yeah. it. The gravity of Steph Curry. I, I don't, just- I don't even know if it's just like the gravity. I mean, to me, the answer is always in the defense. <laughs> like we, we learn a lot about this stuff by what the defense is saying. Like who is Andrew Wiggins guarding? You ain't guarding Jalen Brown. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Like uh, the defense is telling you, Who's the guy we have to stop? Now, Wiggins has been incredible. Somebody, in order to win a championship, somebody has to take advantage of that. They just do. They yeah. have to. And Wiggins has been the one to do it. Uh, but, like, I mean, obviously, the, the Boston is saying, hey, <laughs> this is the guy, right? I mean, yeah. Jalen Brown's played the best this series, to me, from the Celtics' perspective. Like, mm-hmm. But he's getting one-on-one, like, he's getting one-on-one coverage. While the defense is saying, hey, we got the main guy and we got the help ready for Tatum, right? Yeah. Uh, Like those varying degrees help. But also, to me, the way Steph is playing defense makes this not even a question. Like, 
I mean, the way he's holding up while being attacked and carrying he's offense, being like, hunted every play, the yes. air, like they're coming for him, and like it's it's uncanny how they cannot. Like in the game three, they they had he has in foul trouble. They got him, but since yeah. then it's like yo, they're not converting on these. No. It's almost like stop doing it. No, that's <laughs> Jordan that, Poole. Like that's what yeah. hurt their Go offense after, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, literally, yeah. yeah, it came to a screeching yeah. halt. They all suddenly started like, hey, let's go at Curry over and over and over. You just and can't. Like, you weren't getting results. You got to change. Right. It's that's. I mean, right. you know, I I felt like that's a big thing. And and Marcus, you're right. Like Curry's defense has been awesome. He's been terrific. He's been terrific. Um, if the Warriors pull this off, I was trying. I can't seem to get the math right in my head. The first title was in 15, right? So that would be four in, is it four in seven years or four in eight years? Four in eight. Four in eight years. Okay. Um, where does this put them? Where would that put them in the pantheon? Because Man, they'd be the absolute greatest NBA team of all time from the Bay wow. Area. From the Bay Area. <laughs> this comes from the author of the dynasty. <laughs> who's arguing with who's who got beef? Who got beef with that statement? You find a better team in the Bay Area. <laughs> I know. Oh Lord, don't let Rick Barry hear this. Is this please. the Giants? No. Is this the Giants? San Francisco Giants coming at you? <laughs> oh, I mean, they're right up there. They're up there with the best. I mean, you think about it. They're there with the Spurs, right? I mean, the Spurs took longer, but they were good for longer, right? The the one thing that's more impressive about the Warriors dynasty, and even though they lost some of these, five straight finals is freaking hard. Yeah. Like, there's just an element of, you know, fatigue and wearing down and and, and so on. Like, and I get it. They had KD, all that stuff, and everybody's going to say the noise. But still, freaking hard. It's not yes. an easy thing to do. It's it's so hard in, in in that sense. And then to make it this year with Clay still not fully back to being Clay and all the ups and downs and stuff they've had over the past two years. Yeah. They win this title. It's a remarkable feat. Four and eight years, DA. Like I'm putting them up yeah. there with some of the best teams that we've seen yeah. in the even the eighties and nineties. Like, you know, no question. You know, I no think question. they gotta be right there. It reminds me of the Showtime Lakers. Uh not not only because like like there's this point guard kind of generated you know magic so to speak right <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. all kind of centered off that but i mean these teams like the contributions like when it's all said and done so many of these guys will be recognized as great because of it it wasn't just magic and kareem right no we, we you know like they had guys they had dudes well, james worthy right? like yeah is to me michael the most cooper underappreciated under- great like, player of all time james and worthy. i feel like the warriors like their ability to kind of have these other like wiggins is going to be in that now if they win a title right like that's like that's the, amazing and, and it's 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 <laughs> a tribute to like the course like just like it was a tribute to magic and Kareem, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You put these pieces around them, they can go, it could be Norm Nixon and, and Silk right. one, you know what I'm saying? And, and then and fast it's forward. Michael Thompson. Yeah, and, yeah, like you yeah, can put, yeah. like, it, it feels like that to me where you just kind of keep retooling and keep coming at you and you got this guy with the ball in his hands who's just magnetic and special, right? And yeah. you got all yeah. these other great, it, it just feels like that, you know what I'm saying? And fittingly, uh, you know, Steph had his struggles and memories comparing him to Tragic Johnson and all that. Right. And he right. comes back. And then now I looked this up last night. 
if they win this in game six, they, they will be they will join Matt. The, the 85 Lakers is the only team to win a championship in Boston. Nobody's ever done it outside of the 85 Magic Lakers. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. To like clinch a title in Boston. Right. Which there's probably like ghosts preventing it from happening. Like, <laughs> there's probably like red R back sitting on the rim. You know what I'm saying? It's like, kind of like, <laughs> it's all kinds yeah. of stuff happening. Like you're not going to, you may win it. You're not going to win it here. Right. <laughs> right. Like, right. Right. I, well, I feel like there's a lot of mystique comparisons between these two, just how they go about their business and how electrifying they are and how magnetic they are as a team. To me, I just get a lot. I remember that. I, you know, I was like, I was a youngster and, you know, that, hey, Mo, that's back before when the Warriors fans were Laker fans. Yeah, I, you know, remember that, I remember that. I remember that quite well. Were the Warriors was your A team, but when the playoffs started, the Lakers was your B team. <laughs> now it's just flip. And by the way, that's the way it works for the Laker fans now, Marcus. <laughs> you, you're telling me right now as a Laker fan, they're not united and hoping that the Warriors will beat the Celtics? Yes, they're oh, all right. in on that. They, they don't want 18 to happen. No, <laughs> no, they do not. They do not, for sure. The, I, the, but the Celtics are so gangster, man. I just, we sat, they had us up literally in the rafters this time. <laughs> But it, but it was cool. But you know what? It was cool because I'd never been eye level with the banners before. Oh my god! <laughs> they just keep coming, banner after banner after banner. No, they ain't got no conference championships up in the no division the titles. No. <laughs> I mean, if they did, it'd be like, can you imagine you know if they put all those up there? there yeah. no, there'd be no, there'd be no upper deck. It would just be nah, banners. Up we up. just put rings up here, son. <laughs> you know, it, it what if they put awesome. division? Hey, what if they put division championships up there? <laughs> it would be too much. Nineteen eighty. They have to be heck of small. I mean, little, little napkins. It's either that or they'd have to lose seating, right? Like, you know, be- it would be ridiculous. Come on, man. You can't do that. I, I can't wait for game six just because I, I think they're going to bring everybody that can walk will be there. Every legend will be there that can get there because they put that wall up. You see Parrish and them standing like this. <laughs> like, nah, not tonight. <laughs> you know, like not tonight, baby. Not tonight. That, almost, that would almost put more pressure on these Celtics, yes. though, right? Like we can't yeah, lose this in front of these legends at home. Yes. Like that yes. would be. I would almost be like, that might backfire. It might be a guy in the market. Might be, might but they got to deal with that all the time, yeah, anyway. I, you know. But, but you serious gotta, question though, um, they've played. They played two seven-game series to get here. They're yeah. essentially down to five guys. <laughs> yeah, point, well, basically right? six. I mean, they're playing white. six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll count white. But he's like replacing Robert, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. six guys. You know, they're playing Grant Williams, but yes, yes. I mean, they're just, they're down to their last. They, they, like they look tired. Like how much? Yes. At what point does fatigue? I mean, I know well, they're somebody, incredible. But yeah. at some point, it just gets to be a lot, doesn't it? Somebody did tweet this, I think, today. Like, they could have, if they had taken care of, of you know, Miami in game six at home, right? So that that extra two and a half days of travel and practice and then a game. And then, you know, if they they gave away the rest advantage to Golden State by a lot, right? Because Golden State had a week off before the finals. So, yeah, no, I think they maybe they are a little tired. I mean, they did sweep, you know, they did, you know, spank 
Brooklyn, but then it was tough seven games against Milwaukee. Tough seven games against Yeah, they, they beat like uh, Terminator characters too. And like Giannis <laughs> right, right. and Jimmy Butler, <laughs> right? Right, like, right. <laughs> right. The T1 well, ain't no easy win. Uh. <laughs> by, by the way, David, the guy who tweeted that really, really smart guy. Me, yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was you. <laughs> that was you. That's my show prep. I was trying to do <laughs> No, but that's, but that's the cost, right? That yeah. was the cost of losing game six. Like, for, right. I'll be honest with you, going into game six against Miami, I was like, hey, they win this. I'm picking them to beat the the Warriors in the in the finals. Like, I think they'll be fine. The yeah. second they lost that, I was like, oh man, this the, the Warriors are gonna they're gonna win them. And to go through and we even them beating the Nets, those were four tough games. Yes, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, like, yeah. Really, like right, right, right. They right. got the rest behind it. And then everything else after that, right, has just Rock been fight. Nonstop, right? And, and yes, yes. The toll it yeah. takes, a, just a single seven game series takes just so much energy out of your life, not just right. physically, but mentally. It's really right. draining and things like that. Like I was with the Clippers, where I've won two seven game series. We were exhausted yeah. at the end of each of those. Like it, right. just no, right. no energy going into the next yeah. round. And you're just like, that's, that's the cost of business, right? There. That's the cost of not taking care of your business. So they're exhausted. And I get yeah. that, but it's like, Man, that's why you got to win game six I mean, at home. Yeah. Right, right. And then you play, I mean, Miami is just so, Miami is just, they never stop. They just keep coming at you and just hitting you and just pounding you. You know, like, they never and, stop. And, and they're after Giannis, right? Well, like, yeah, and right. they're after Giannis. So it just keeps coming at you, you know, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe Tatum, they are. Tatum is going to play, DA, a thousand minutes. Exactly. In these playoffs. He's going to play the top three. The top <laughs> three minutes players are J- Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Al Hofer before you get yeah. to Clay and Steph. Yeah. But he's yeah. got, he's, a, he's that Jason Tatum has, is, is approaching 200 minutes more than any warrior. Like, that's great. And, and, and that's who's got the ball in his hands to make the plays at the end of games. Like, yeah. at some point, he's got to be a human, right? <laughs> I mean, right, you, you, right. you would hope. No, that's fair. But he, he, the other thing that's really interesting, I went back and looked at this, and and some of this might be his shoulder and stuff and fatigue. Jason Tatum hasn't had a dunk since Game Six of the Eastern Conference Finals. Wow. Like that's and 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 for a guy who's athletic as all hell, like I thought he'd yeah, get. Yeah. I was thinking like, okay, he probably got like a freebie layup dunk in 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 Game One or something in transition. He has not dunked the ball since Game Six and. We can talk about the shoulder being sore and things like that. That's fatigue. That's all of that. That's being tired. That's also a little bit of being tired, not wanting to be as aggressive, not wanting to attack the rim in that same vein. Like there's, that's an interesting thing to me where I look at it going like, that's, that's what makes me go like, I don't think they can win. Even if this goes to seven, I just don't know how they have the energy. I'd be blown away if they do. Yeah. I was, I wanted to get to this before we wrap it up. I mean, because it's been, it's been. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. 
Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Today's episode is brought to you by Giorgio Armani Aqua Di Gio Parfum, a long-lasting and deeply intense men's fragrance that captures the powerful sensations of nature. The woody aquatic scent features notes of bergamot, clary sage, and patchouli, which create an intensity that is vibrant and aromatic. Discover more at GiorgioArmaniBeauty.com. This has been an interesting series. I don't, I don't think this has been an especially well played series. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it's been competitive and, and exciting at times, but we haven't had that that classic finals game. You know what I mean? Where it's just back and forth and back and forth and trading blows and it's a three-point game with a minute left. We just, we have not had that game yet. And I wonder if it's fatigue, but I also wonder if it's just two great defenses just really gumming up the works against each other. Yeah, I think yeah. it's... Go ahead, Marcus. I, yeah, I think I, I do feel like We've got that series. It's just on defense. <laughs> we've, yeah, got yeah, that. Right, right. we've got the trade blows, but it's it's guys making stops. The refs are letting a lot go. Yeah, on both, you know, on both ends, like yes, uh, yes. like which I like, right? Like absolutely. At some point, at some point, everybody needs to stop complaining and ball, right? Exactly. Like it's clutch game. Like let's just play. This is what it is. No blood, no foul. This, this right. finals. Let's go. And I I think you're seeing like. People make plays defensively. They're just doing it. They're making plays defend on both ends. You, like Marcus Smart, like they're when he's on a guy, the guy just is out. Yeah. <laughs> like they're not just like he's out. Just it's not like, scoring. Yo, either give me a screen or I'm moving right. the ball. Right. Like yeah. this is this is some elite level stuff on both ends. Like I think we're seeing. Like I know it's like a uh, you know. Not that those aren't the best Super Bowls, but it's the it's the two deep, great defenses going against each other in the Super <laughs> right. Bowl. Like that's yeah, what it right. is. So. It's a thirteen ten Super Bowl, and we're yeah, all just like, what Damn. was it? What was it? Patriots and who in the Super Bowl? Rams ten to three. Rams. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's my, that's what my, this is. My yeah. Rams fandom, my my lifelong of four years fandom of being a Rams fan <laughs> since they moved back to LA. <laughs> that one hurt. We got it back. We got it last year. It's fine. Um, but yeah. the the defense is what makes it so interesting in that sense. Like it's it's I can get it because aesthetically it's not going to be pretty. That's right. that's the problem with it. The one thing I'll say too about the the refs, if you know they're not going to call much, you got to stop flopping. You got to stop exactly. trying to sell these calls. You got to stop because you're giving up buckets, you know, and I think yeah. that's something, you know, I saw some people like Boston fans were really pissed about the refereeing last night. I'm like, yo, stop trying to draw a foul every time and just play defense. You're a great right. defensive team. You don't need to do this. And I think the what you're saying in terms of the finals kind of not being as, as the way we want it. We want it coming down to a final possession here, right? Like we want yeah. it to be either in Curry's hands or Tatum's hands for a shot to win it. And I don't know if we're going to get it because just the defense is so impressive on both yeah. ends. The way they get the ball out of other guys' hands and, yeah, and double yeah. teams. And those guys doing a great job themselves of not forcing something, right? Like, sometimes yeah. we want them to force them. <laughs> like, 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 yo, Kobe thinking every Put shot on over Kobe four people. Yeah, and go, exactly. right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, oh, does the Kobe armband make it for game six? Do we think we're going to see the Kobe armband back? That's a good question. Good question. Ooh, that's Will he rock the Kobe shoes, I wonder? 
I, I, it would just it's just weird when i see the purple and gold on him when, in, in in the celtics it's, it's just so, it's i get so it <laughs> i get all of it right, right, i get it but it's I like get the love i get the love you're on boston yeah, it's different. It's just different. Yeah. I just oh god, it's just so different. <laughs> but <laughs> but for me, this this series has been exciting in terms of at least watching the 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 swings defensively and how everybody's dealing yeah. with it. Besides the whole drop coverage, which is I'm gonna pull some hair out here pretty soon. Um, I just <laughs> I, 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 but like overall, like they're making some interesting adjustments like the warriors going from switching through four games deciding like hey we're just going to show really hard in game five like that's yeah. just a nice wrinkle that Kerr just threw at them where it's like celtics like yo what's going on um and, yeah. and and there's a lot of stuff going back and forth on both sides that's and that's what makes it hard for other people to see right like because it's the defensive adjustments that's changing everything the yeah. defensive iq in this series is incredibly high it's off the charts. Right? like it's incredibly it's off high the charts how good the defense has been on both sides, both teams has been incredible. Um, and I just wonder, like, you know, I, I don't know what the ratings are going to be and it's impossible kind of to really judge ratings now and kind of not in a vacuum, you know, because everybody, everybody ascribes political judgments on ratings being up or ratings being down, you know, which is just preposterous, I think, but um, it's, I wonder if people are enjoying two defensive teams, defense first teams, you know, like as great as Steph has been, Steph's had the one breakout game, right? He hasn't had a series of 40 point games where he's just been unstoppable. Um, and I just wonder if people enjoy that. I do, but I don't know if America does, you know, well, how much should people enjoy that 10, three Super Bowl? I loved it, yeah. but again, did America love right. it? Right, that's, that's the thing. Like most people are like, "Yo, it's boring," and this, like, there's, yeah. there's an element of that. And I think there's, there's, which is funny, by the way, because everybody goes nuts about how every there's no defense in the regular right. season. Everybody complains right. the offense has it too easy. As soon as we get a defensive series, if you're not entertained right. by this, I don't ever want to hear you complain about offense exactly. again, because exactly. that's that's what we're talking about here. And I think, you know, I. Again, I'm with you. I'm really enjoying it, but I, I I won't be surprised if we see that a lot of people are turned off by it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. I, I, the the requirement of high level offense that it takes to beat great defense is like peak NBA. Peak NBA. Yes. When these dudes are getting buckets, these are buckets, right? Like, it. like this is this is elite stuff, man. The forty-three points were amazing. Yeah, from like, Steph. Like, they, they, were, they weren't no, easy. Yeah, nah, this, is, <laughs> this is elite, elite stuff. But to your point, DA ratings are like, you know, they've been bragging about them. They must be. They must feel pretty good about them. I, I mean, they're the they're the best since before the pandemic. The pandemic yeah. But that's not saying that's, yeah, like what <laughs> are we talking about? Like, right. exactly. Those years don't count. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, it's not like it's, they, there was a pretty riveting playoff series last year that I thought was, <laughs> was yeah. pretty good. I do think right. people like watching Steph. I do think Boston brings its own element, you know. Uh, Absolutely. And I do think sure. the fact that it was like. It was two one. Warriors were down, and you go into Boston yeah. like that. Like in the end, like you you know you want a series, and the fact that right. we got one, right. I think was pretty good. I think Game Six is gonna be crazy. People, are gonna, how do you not tune into Game Six if you like who? Of right? course, That's, yeah. So I, I think it's I doing mean, a trick. I don't think it's gonna go down as 
where were you? And you let something like crazy <laughs> right. happens. It's not going to be like that. Where were you? And he did this. Right, right, but right, right. It's just great basketball, yeah. generally. No, it's been ter- it's been terrific. Um, I'll go seven just because I love seven game game seven finals. But um, if it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, so it's it's been fun, and and I've enjoyed it, and we've enjoyed having you on, Mo. <laughs> it's it's at Mo Dakil underscore NBA on Twitter. For smart, intelligent basketball coverage. We like we like smart, intelligent people, so we love having you on the show. My man, thank you for joining us, bro. Oh, no, thank you guys for having me. I've, I've been so excited to get to be on here. I was bouncing yeah. around all day today. I, ah. <laughs> I, I, got, I got one more thing for you. Oh, here uh, we go. Uh, you like that, huh? You like that? Uh, <laughs> uh, um, what? Mo, Mo sent us a YouTube link earlier. I'm not going to get it. That's all I'm going to say. Is, That's uh, all I'm going to say. Is Game <laughs> Six Clay a possibility in Boston? I, I think so. I think it's funny. Like if you look at it, he's slowly kind of ramped up. Hit a couple of shots in Game Four, five of right. eleven in Game Five. Like right. you know, and, and he's well aware of Game Six Clay. He knows that's his, yes. his 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 thing. I think it's really possible. I still think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make the prediction and say Boston's still gonna win Game Six. I got that feeling myself. Yeah, if there's a game six that. clay, then Boston doesn't win. <laughs> well, right. right. Yeah, no, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. But, agreed. But I can but see I, it not I just, happening. Yeah. I, just, I could also see him trying to make it happen, lepre- which works against them. Leprechauns and shit. You know, leprechauns. I just, I don't know. <laughs> but but Marcus, the point of him trying to make it happen is what scares me. Because <laughs> yeah. he has forced some bad shots and sometimes it's after he's made a three yeah it's like i'm yeah. hot now right it's like me it's, it's, it's me after i have one good idea i think the next one's gonna be amazing and it rarely turns out that way and i feel like that's that's like, the thing they can get hot from a shot he visioned in his head he'd be like yes. oh yeah all right i'm hot now i'm hot now <laughs> give me the rock that's an amazing skill <laughs> it, is, it is impeccable man i wish i had that ability to you feel like i'm just, constantly in that, the zone <laughs> that yeah that what is it it's not arrogance it's almost uh illusion irrational confidence yes like you have no reason to be this confident so you're one of nine <laughs> you, know, like, you, you know missed I mean? your like, last 50 shots what are you doing <laughs> well i'm due the next one's going in but also i imagine that's what happens when you've scored 37 in a quarter right yes <laughs> you know when what you I'm scored saying? 60 yeah, yes. in 29 minutes i'd probably right. <laughs> i'd probably it's all, fair. It's, yeah. all, it's all fair right right all right y'all listen to us and give us that five-star review on apple on spotify google play wherever you get this american podcast marcus if you're a lakers fan if you're a warriors fan if you're a celtics fan you don't want to give us five stars what what do you need to do you need to keep it to yourself As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. 
Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.